Hey everybody, welcome back to The Producers. This episode is Angela, and Angela is a dear, dear friend of mine. She is uh, she's one of the best. Probably, like, I've met a lot of people, so I'd say, like, top 20 is probably, like, a good, <laughs> like a good measure. Um, she's wonderful. You'll see, we talked for a long time, and we didn't want it to end, but we had to go to the bathroom. So that usually that usually ends most episodes. If you listen to a bunch of them, you kind of understand, like, oh, shit, they have to go to the bathroom. Because she brought alcohol. And this is a couple hours later, so I've had more alcohol. Um, plugs, Orbital Music Park. Um, we just had an event recently, and it was wonderful. Um, they're going to have one coming up. They're going to have their own space soon. Uh, more details when I get them. I would, oh, God. I would love to have them on. I hope to have them on one day because they are just, oh my God, the best humans. I don't, I don't deserve to have them on this show. Like, let's call it what it is. Um, other plugs, RVA Comedy on social media. That's the website.com. Um, we talk at length about them, so I won't talk too much more about them. Um, come see Detective, second and fourth Saturdays, uh, July 14th, 10 days from the day this airs. Um, we open the riot, 8 o'clock. RVAcomedy.com tickets. If you want a free ticket, hit me up. I can get you in for free. One person. First person, hit me up. <laughs> um, uh, social media for Angela is in the description as well as on her guest profile page. So make sure you hit that up. I don't think there's any other plugs because um, it's July 4th. So this is around the time the sketch show is going on. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I don't think I have any other plugs. Um, just, just enjoy the episode. This is, this is a great one. This is one of my, uh, you know, I have a lot of favorites and every one's my favorite, but this is, this is a fun one. This one, I just knew going through like, oh, Angela's going to be one of those ones. So enjoy the episode. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, also producers cast is my plug. You know all the plugs by now. So, uh, thanks so much. Let's get right into it. Now go on, girl, and use that sauce. If you don't, then that's your love. If you don't, then that's your loss. Turn it up, don't turn it up. Got everybody looking in your cup. You know they want to drink it up. You know they want to drink it up. And if they try to take it, you say, to get some people who like we're gonna try to facilitate uh people who want to do a show that can't do a show um a podcast show i'm guessing well more like uh, yeah. uh, like if you had an idea uh-huh. and you wanted to like, do it and you wanted to do it in the studio this is your studio setup 
we want to facilitate making it easy because a lot of people struggle with doing things like the beginning parts, the hard parts, right. getting the microphones, having the hosting, doing social media, doing the editing, the red light. So, I, so <laughs> I want to, uh, yeah, we're we're live. Nice. What'd you bring? I brought Dogfish Head Lupa Luau IPA. Would you like a beer? Yes, please. Okay. This is one of the best things about doing a show is like people just bring me stuff like alcohol or whatever. Are they just like? Oh yeah, yeah. This is me showing. Gretchen brought like four drinks, and Joe brought like whiskey. Chris cooked me the entire time. (laughs) Most most shows, yeah, are uh, are drinking. That's a really that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. And so the whole point is like if somebody's got an idea and they want to make some sort of a podcast, you're like I've already got this set up, so just that's a set up. Come here and do cover costs. Maybe throw in an extra five bucks so we can buy a board and improve our equipment. Buy yeah, a different, cool. I need to replace one of the mics, stuff like that. I feel like that's one of the hardest things to do. Yeah, is like have the materials like mm-hmm. to play music you know have to have this and that and this and that and to have the uh, to do painting you have to have materials but like to do a podcast is the same way so if i can if matthew and i both want to do it so if we can like facilitate that by dedicating a, a, a room in our house we don't know what to do with anyway right um yeah this is i just want to describe this room real fast yeah please so you walk into your house and then you turn to the left and behind a curtain, all of a sudden you have a fully just wood paneled. What could this have even possibly done then? Like an outdoor, you think this is an outdoor space? I know that, oh, you mean before it was like re- repurposed? Yeah. It could, it could have been like an outdoor thing. It's so different from the rest of your house. And then you've got soundproofing foam on the walls. Yeah, the foam looks cool, especially when I turn the light off. I'm not sure oh. if I want it on or off. What do you that's think? It's like a nice, it's a nice fan. Do you get fan noise in? What is your? That's why it's so quiet. That's why it's oh. so like low. Because I'm like I want the air to circulate a little bit, but right. if I go higher, it'll like rattle. So you don't get like too stuffy in here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so if this I, is like a very legit podcasting room because it looks so very different. We uh, than the rest of your house. Th- yeah. This is the only thing we need to fix right now. We want to buy like a do- like a door and then like like make it so we can sort of like carry it over like. Psh, yeah, like sound, really soundproof, soundproof it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the thing in my because I used to do this in my room. At my, old, at my old apartment, and yeah. it was just like, you're getting some echo. And then, like, early episodes, I'd forget to turn the AC unit off because it was so summer. So you hear the... For, like, 30 minutes in the to background. an hour. Yeah, it, that's And then it was like, oh, yeah. fuck. Isn't that, like, so disheartening? And yeah. that was before I even knew how to that. use these. This is the perfect... Yeah, perfect when did distance. you... Like, how did you even... Because we've got, like, the, these little doodads right here Arms. that's holding the microphones. I mean, that's what we pretty much have in the studio. Like, who? what did you do research-wise for this? I uh, <clears throat> I bought two different Sorry, ones now, on Amazon. Now those listening are going to learn about how a podcast is made. <laughs> yeah, this is how I did it. I um, my, my buddy really? Tom, my editor Tom, um, he... Yeah. And, and Jake, the producer of the show. Wait, when you say editor, because I've listened to your podcast before, and I'm super curious as to what that even means. <laughs> All right, well, you hear the beginning, the intro, and then the fade. Yeah, when you're, like, trying to introduce somebody, and you're, like, talking, talking, and then you're, like, oh, I'm talking too long, and then you're, like, okay, now there's music. Yeah. And then music. you hear somebody come in, and then you hear them go to the bathroom, and then you hear them, <laughs> yeah, and then you hear them, like, finally, like, sit down, and then you're, like, okay, six minutes later, you're, like... <laughs> I feel like... I- I feel like that's the best, because I can't tell you people have told me about Taylor's peeing. Yeah, <laughs> I was 
like walking around bird and I was like, I'm listening to you pee right now. Yeah, he was he like, was, what? <laughs> he was, he was an intense, he was the most yeah. intense of peers. So yeah. I think, yeah, that was a, that was a nice heavy stream. When I, when I used to do two hour ones, they would always have a pee break in the middle. Yeah. Some people would stick it out. Some people do really try to stick it out and they wait till it's over. And like, where's your bathroom? I gotta go. And I'm just <laughs> like, you could have, it's, um, for me, <laughs> you, we, we wouldn't have edited it out. You could have just like gone, yeah. like everybody listening right now could just take a six minute break yeah. real fast. Like everybody can be taking a pee break. Usually like Gerard's episode, we both peed in the middle and I was like, had him talk Did while I was say some like this just like blows my mind and I love it did you like say anything or were you just like okay going on a pee break or were you no, guys so, just like silently like you just heard the chairs scooch out yeah no, no it was uh usually it's a guess like can I where's your bathroom and they like they like whisper thinking like it won't catch like where where can I go to the bathroom and I'm like yeah right there just that door right there just uh just uh, lights in the lights in the corner and then uh well Charles going to the bathroom now so uh what was that thing? Uh, like, I think that's what happened. I don't remember exactly what happened. I remember he was. Wait, listening. did you interview him while in the bathroom? Uh, yeah. You just like yell questions at him. I think I told him like, as I was going in to read some of his top albums of the year. I think that was like that was what we we're talking about before. Okay. And then he went, and then I and I went. Wait, and, like Gerard like drops beats? No, like okay. like what he listens to. Oh, like what albums he likes? Okay, that makes yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, more yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think there's something really nice about just a simple edit. Like I had to edit. Like, one thing out of Joe's, because mm-hmm. we, we shouldn't have talked about it. And then, like, I had to edit uh, Josh's a little bit, because there's a couple things that were like, that might not be well-received in certain circles if that was to be put out. So let's just take that out. Yeah. I don't know if that, I don't, I don't know if this belongs in. It's, stay, it's staying <laughs> You're in. You're talking about what it is that you've had to edit out. I had to edit, I love uh, this. Like, let's just talk about all the things that you've edited out, and then just keep this part of it in. Uh, one of the first ones <laughs> and then did. And then anybody listening listening right now could just go back and uh-huh. like listen to those episodes. Wait for the, wait for the weird like thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the weird spot. Yeah. Joe's has 104 is, minutes. Good luck finding that small. 104 minutes. What's your longest podcast you've done? Matthew before? and I did almost three hours. Like, what do you do in three that, hours? That was, Matthew and I barely <laughs> knew each other. You guys were just like, let's just like talk and just see where it goes. Okay, so so the thing was, when I initially did this show, because it was two hours long, it was like, I had to make two hours. Yeah. So it was like, i talk about the creativity or whatever. Like, what brought you to deciding even two hours, like, as your, like, end game? Um, you know who Pete Holmes is, right? Uh, Comedian. No. Sure. Okay, well. Can we look him up? I don't want to, I don't want to mess with, I can look him on my phone, look him on my phone. Um, he has a podcast. Wait, is he the, and he talks to famous people? Do you talk to Charlize Theron by I don't know, he talks to a lot of, uh, he has like 300 episodes. Okay, well you look that up, I'm going to look up whether or not, because Joe was like, you, like Charlize Theron, you should, yeah, I don't know him. He was the, uh. What was he in? I mean, I mean, I don't know why I'm asking these questions. I'm not going to know. He's a comedian. There's, he's a really he's a comedian. He's a really nice guy. He has his own podcast. His are like two hours, two, three hours. Oh, and just like talking to people. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, like it just blows my mind. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was listening to that while I was just going through some shit, which is like the... I talk about I talk about it all the time. It was just like mm-hmm. I was in this relationship, and then I was miserable. I didn't have an identity, and listening to him made me feel so much better. Yeah, and like I yep. was, me and my friends were mm-hmm. doing a podcast, but the editing took forever. Mm-hmm. And I loved his like um, 
like oftentimes his guests would be like, we're going to edit like most of this out. And he's like, no, we don't do any editing. Cause they just like, they start and then they finish. Yeah. And another thing was like, he's very vulnerable with his show. So that was my intention when doing my own show is like hit two hours, be vulnerable, talk about creativity, talk about relationships, talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk right. about. Right. Like whatever comes up, you're just going to talk about it. Exactly. And then you'll just wait until later if you need to edit we'll something out, out we'll because out. you have. <laughs> exactly. So for uh, me, yeah. it's turned into, mm-hmm. uh, I want to do an hour. Over, over going over is fine. Like Joe went over forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Chris went over forty minutes. Uh, I, one or two hours is usually good. I don't want to expect two hours. Two hours happens, it's fine. Okay. And then creativity should be something talked about. But like, there's some episodes that don't even touch on it, or sometimes it's just a yeah, conversation. Yeah, I was going to say because I did some um, research before coming here, and sorry, I'm looking up that podcast yeah, yeah, that yeah. I was telling you about with Charlie. Millie. It's the best. Come here, KK. Nope, out of here. Um, see ya. Almost stopped recording. Um, yeah, don't do that, good cat. Yeah, so yeah, that, 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 that's kind of how it, it's evolved. It's just like, well, that was the thing. It's like a big thing for me. It's like a big part. I think it's a part of my identity, like at the theater. Like people know me as the podcast guy. As the podcast guy. Yeah, I mean, this is what I kind of really love about this is because as I'm listening to it, I'm like, I know these people. Yeah. Like, who could possibly listen to this? Who, who doesn't know these people? And then I was like, you know what? Jonathan's a genius because how else can you like really get to know somebody? Like when you have just like An hour a straight up hour, two hour conversation yeah. and like, we're just going to talk about you and us and the world like I'm gonna connect and share stories and stuff like that talk yeah. about creativity like really get into some shit yeah i feel like this is like just this is your friend making tool that's what it was originally <laughs> that look, is- look guests number guest number one was my best friend tom because i didn't have any i didn't know anybody here i didn't start improv yet yeah i was my second guest uh my tom interviewed me you were the second guest tom was of this podcast correct what? I didn't, I didn't know anybody. Who's impetus? Like, who thought of this? Who thought of this podcast? It was like, it was, I, me. I thought, I was, I was. So you thought of it. Tom, do I even know Tom? No, he lives okay. in Charlotte. He's my, my friend who predates. Tom, so your best friend, Tom. So you started a podcast and we're like, second episode, you're going to interview me. No. So what happened was I was in a, a podcast. We were, I was in a podcast with him and a couple other my friends. Yeah. And we would try to do it every week or month. But like I said, the editing was way too much. It was like five yeah. hours to edit one yeah. episode. And the, it, it fell on somebody and it was just like, fuck this. So it kind of died. Yep. Um, and so I was like, I want to do my own podcast. I want to actually do it. I want to like talk about it. I want to do it. Yeah. Which is why the name of the show is called The Producers. Because it's like, I'm going to actually produce something. Yeah. I'm going to make so a So really this podcast is about you. So like everybody else. Oh, 100% <laughs> is how it began. So like everybody, everybody else is like an accessory to you producing a thing. So maybe, because I love your your summary of your podcast. Like oh, talk, talking talk. to creative people. That was Tom. Talking Tom, about Tom creative things yeah. or something like that. And I was like, oh, the that's genius. I was like, I can't wait to learn about my friend's creative processes. So Sometimes it doesn't always get And I'm an hour and a half in, (laughs) wondering what it is they even, like, do in their life. And then me being like, why have I never, like, even asked them that simple question? Sometimes it turns into, like, some shit. Like, talking to, like, Dashwood Dashwood did an episode really early on, and it was like, we got into some really cool, cool, cool stuff. And then uh, someone like Paul comes on, Paul Costin, he was at theater for a bit, and his episode is great, but we talk, I don't think we talk about creativity once. It's yeah. all about like relationships and like the you know, personal like connections and stuff like that. 
and then like Matthew, we just talk about improv, and that's the, those are my favorite, but also my least favorite because it's like it's really kind of niche. Yeah, yeah. When you're just talking but, like just straight up improv, yeah. but it's my fucking show. I'll do what I want. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I, and I, like I, Coalition I, Theater is the best, and I think oh, a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, I mean, what's so cool is a lot of people have come into that theater, I think, in the same headspace that you came into it, so yeah. I listen to you and Katie's podcast, um, but the same headspace that you guys came into it, which is why, like, we bond so hard, oh, you yeah. know, because we're just, like, we just feel like we're a little lost, we're a little lost in ourselves, like, we feel very disconnected, mm-hmm. we're just looking to, like, like take a risk and put ourselves out there, yeah. and we did it, and, like, because you're with so many other people going through that same exact experience, you're, like, lifelong friends. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like fast friends for sure. And right, it was just yeah. like, um, yeah, so that was the first. So I was, so then, so I didn't, I hadn't started improv at that time. I think I was thinking about it. I took like a preview. I was waiting to see if I could get in a class because the original ones had filled up and I was waiting for them to add another one. Yep. So it turned out that, uh, so the first episode was Tom because I wanted to do it and he's my friend. He is, a, he's a creative person. So we had a lot to talk about. Yeah. Then the second episode, I wanted to release the second one, but I didn't have anybody in my life. And I was going to go visit him, and I'm like, let's like do another episode. Like, anybody in your life to talk to on a casual basis like this? I didn't know like, anybody. Because like, you've got people in your life. Now I do. Okay. This was last June. <laughs> right. Because today is the one-year anniversary. Okay. The, today's the one-year anniversary. The first episode this came out. such a big deal. This, the first episode of the show came out one year Wait, ago. we have to say, today is Monday, June 25th, Yeah, I made, I made an Instagram post about it. One of my most popular posts. Aww. Well, because I wanted to commemorate. I'm a commemorator kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. But um, I hear you. My my family is always like, "Why are you nostalgic before like the things even ended?" Yeah, right. <laughs> like, because I just love this moment so much. Yeah, so we recorded it uh, June 8th of last year, and I was like, I had like a little private like my own thing. I'm like, yeah, I did it. But yeah. like today is like official. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, I didn't know anybody. I think my first improv class might have been around this time, like the 11th. I think it was. I remember watching your 101. Yeah. It was great. It was so good. Oh my gosh. It was, it was a fun, but, but, yeah. um, so by the time, so I did the second episode, I, whatever, I, I might've done that before. I don't remember exactly when that was. I could look it up, but I won't. Wait, would you have been in our 101 class if it didn't fill up? Was that? Did you try to go? Cause we. Who, who was your 101? It was Ryan. Was that on Wednesdays? 101 Improv is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Wednesdays. I think I would have been. You would have been in our 101 class. Well, this is why. This serendipity. I might have also been. I might have been a different session. The point is, yeah. So, yeah, so, sorry, th- so then, episode three, four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Will. It was Quentin, Will, Molly, and Matthew. Yeah. Who's upstairs right now? Yeah. Um, all my one-on-one classmates. Quentin, Will, Molly, and Matthew. I Number seven people. was Ryan Clatterbuck. Big get for me. Eight was Smokey. Nine was Dash. I love that Ryan Clatterbuck is like. Big get like I, was, I got the big dog. Yes. Like bring in big bosses. Oh bring gosh. in ambassador. You're yes. probably just like so incredibly stoked that you had somebody I was, like Ryan Clatterbuck. Yes. Yeah, for those, wait, I want to describe Ryan for for those who may have never met him. Do it. He is this big burly love of love. a human being. Literally, you just want to sink yourself into him for like all of the warmth and like and. Yeah, all the warmth of the world. That is that is Ryan Clarebuck with an amazing beard too. He's got just like a nice, well-groomed beard that you just like kind of want to take. He always down poison too. He does, and he's just like you are so like you're a human being who yeah. is 
so worth being here in this moment with me right now. Like, yeah, that yeah. is how, like, warm and fuzzy, like, Ryan Platterbuck is. So, everybody should meet him. Go follow yeah. him on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Instagram. Exactly, yeah. That, 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 so, that was my, my yeah. thing was just, like, because I always talk about this. I talk about this a lot. Like, there's, like, a, a hierarchy at the theater. Nobody who's in that hierarchy puts any effort into maintaining it. When you come in maintaining new... Maintaining the hierarchy? Yeah. When you come in new, you see big bosses, you're like, they're gods. I could never talk to them. Yeah. I know. I was always like, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. <laughs> this turned into like my 1920s little flapper, like, like I'm, I'm too energetic to sit down. Ooh, ah. They were like, why will this girl chill? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm cool. I'm cool. I swear. So that's a great transition. Uh, um, how did you two? get to be the way that you are? The way that I am. Angela, you are one of my favorite people. I was born people. July 20th, 1989. Okay. Um, what do you mean I'm one of your favorite people? What is that? What is God? I feel like you're setting me up for something right now. That, that was a setup. That was all set up. I'm transitioning Wait, through. so what is it? What is it that makes me... Now I want to know. Yeah, what makes you the way that you are? Um, I grew up with two older brothers and a younger sister and uh-huh. a very conservative family where we had like each other and we just beat each other up in the basement and so I was a middle child who just wanted to be heard (laughs) and I think that's probably exactly the way that I am I was like I was always like the kid who was like not necessarily funny but like odd but like Mm -hmm. could hang with like the cool kids because I was like that weird kid who was just like hey guys be my friend I'll hug you and love you forever how'd you get how'd you get into improv oof oof um I, the first time I ever, like, experienced improv, you have a first improv experience, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. But you want to know mine first. So the first time I ever experienced improv was, uh, I was with my best friends in New York City. After graduating from college, we would go visit one friend who, like, lived in Jersey City or whatever. And, um, we went quite often because we, like, missed the hell out of each other. And uh, one time we went to go see a UCB show, like, in the basement. It was, like, freezing cold outside, and it was, like, a January. Actually, no, it was New Year's. Yeah, it was the day before New Year's. And, like, I saw that show and was just, like, energized by it. Like, this is, like, so freaking cool. And I remember specifically, like, my friends afterwards being, like, Angela, like, I'm... It's weird that you're not doing this. And I'm like, I don't know, guys. That looks cool, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then I came here, and then I got... <clears throat> I just went to something at Coalition, um, and it wasn't even an improv show. It was like... Sketch or stand or something? No, they were hosting, like... It wasn't even... It wasn't like a TEDx, but it was... It was this thing where, like smart people pitch their smart ideas. I don't know. I don't even remember what it was called. It was just like the theater was hosting a separate thing. Yeah, exactly. The theater was hosting the separate thing. I was like, God, this is really cool. Like, years ago, uh, you know, my friends were like, you should do this. And it's funny that you bring up the person you're dating being kind of like the impetus or like the aftermath of it being the impetus. Because for me, it was like very similar in that, like I was dating someone at the time and was like, oh, I really want to do this. And they were like, do you really think that's, like, a financially, like, great idea? Exactly. Exactly. And that, for me, was, like, you know what? Like, I don't know if this is financially a good idea. Like, not. No. Oh, my Like, gosh. you, me, I don't know about this. Uh, <laughs> 
And it was just like, do not, one, do not ever tell me how to spend my money. And yeah. then two, like, clearly you don't know me well enough that, like, this would be be something that brings me joy. So oh, therefore, yeah. like, we it's don't... way worth the money. Right. If you, if you took every, if you counted every dollar you spent on improv, and then you go over your entire improv career, and you find every good moment, you say, that's worth a dollar. Right, That's worth a dollar. You have well, well gotten your money's worth. Right. I mean, it was like... It was, like, my... Improv shouldn't be people's therapy, but, like, it very much was, like, very cathartic. Like, coming out of those classes. Yes. Yes, it is very therapeutic. Because it's also, like... Like, how often do we play team sports anymore? Like, how oh my often? God, right. Exactly. Millie's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Millie. You hear me, girl? Um, I love team sports. Yes. I can't tell you how much I love being on teams. I know. I'm, I've never been good at a sport. I've been so good. At being a teammate. At being, <laughs> yes. Yeah. At pumping other people up. People were always like, were you a cheerleader? I was like, no. <laughs> but I'll cheer you on. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you ended up, you were like, fuck you, I'm taking this. Yeah, so then, like, um... So, wait, wait, wait. Let a me, year, let, let, let a me, year let, later... Let me, let me get this straight. What's up? You were going to take improv. I was going to take improv. Your boyfriend I was like, at the time said you shouldn't, and you broke up with them. Well, like, I didn't break up with them right away. But that was, like, the... Was that like the but it was definitely, like, a thing in my head of... I don't think... I don't he gets think me, he's not supporting me. Yeah, I mean, there was, like, Ooh. definitely multiple things before that where it was just like, Meh. I don't know, man. No, no, I feel you. And then it just, like, got to a point, I don't know, then a whole year probably later is when um, I'd met another friend of mine, and we bonded over... Ooh, I think Matthew's coming in. Um, going out. Going out. Uh... Actually, the the election of 2016, a sad, sad day for oh. so many. Um, I was at Coalition for that show. Were you at? Oh, my gosh. Blue told me about this yesterday. It was. Oh, it was my gosh. Shocking. So, Coalition Theater had an RVA Tonight oh. show, election night. And they assumed that. And it that- was hilarious. It was so stinking good. Yeah, of course. Like everybody assumed, like there's there were zero people. There were there were Trump supporters, and like for my work, I can't say who I am for or against. Uh, but I mean, everybody thought Hill was going to win. That was the general consensus, um, as far as I know. So I can I can support that. Like no, but nobody yeah. was like, oh, too many close. Like it was like, no way this happens. But it did. Right. And anyway, like even conservatives were like trying to figure out how I'm going to pull stuff together this election in order to do another four years like of a liberal. But, I mean, to the point, and I'm saying this, like, Objectively, from working in news, yeah, yeah. yes, and to, like, there were, um, um, Bo did a great job um, having a panel, and I can't remember who the woman was exactly, but she, she didn't work within the Trump campaign, but she was a conservative, like, on this panel. Like, it was a, it was a phenomenal show, so RVA Tonight is a sketch show. It wasn't, it wasn't tasteless. Yeah, no. It, it might like, have been she some was, funny jokes and po- poking. Oh, it wasn't. No, it wasn't tasteless at all. Like yeah. it was, it was, it was funny. Like for both sides of it, and it's like a sketch show, and then they also interview, and um, Bo was the host of it, and it was fantastic, and it was crazy because like as the numbers started rolling in, you just saw like the color start leaving his face, <laughs> like, and then like shit started getting real, right? So the show was over, and he was just like on his laptop, like no, and like I was on my phone, and I really should have actually like been at work but like 
I was like, it's okay. Like the news department has this, they've got like an intern. I've told somebody else to do social media with it. Um, and I was just blowing up. I was blowing up. So anyway, so that was the impetus of me starting improv. (laughs) After, after that night, yeah, I signed up for the January class. I was like, I need an outlet. I need an outlet. I need an outlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely, we definitely were going to be on the same track that I started in July. So, but that is, um, Oh, would we not have? You you, you took 401 when I was taking 301. Yeah. All right. That's good. So I was one behind. If you were one behind, I thought I started in the January, February class. You did. Okay, went for I did. Two months, yeah. April, and then the next one they skipped a bit. June. Uh, yes. Maybe June. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because I just got one of those like time hot memory things of like you just graduated one hundred and one a year ago. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. So, I guess because we talk about improv a lot. Yeah. Um, I do want to hear about your experience about it, but I'm also like, what other, are there any other things that you delve into creatively that you want to talk about? I do. Because, because I, and this is a, a good viewpoint for you that you well, brought up. You have listened to this and you're like, I like to listen to my friends. Mm-hmm. Your friends are going to listen to this. My friends are going to listen. So what do you want them to hear about? Oh God. So I, I don't know. I think that is the... I understand why you worded that question in that way, but I feel like that makes you even more nervous of like, what? no, my friends already know. Like, my friends know. Like, I should be like, well, oh, what, what, about, a, what, about, what would a stranger ever want to know Okay, about? but here's the thing. It's not just going to be your friends. There's uh-huh. going to be people, like, you're on a team with. They're not not all eight of us know everything about you. You're right. So, like, this is the best way to sneakily get to know somebody. Just be on Jonathan's oh, yeah. podcast. podcast exactly. And then you can, like, bring up random facts they've never told you in person so that you can, like, creep them out, like, after yeah. a show. Oh, that's perfect. Go. Exactly. Yeah. Also, it is a good chance for me to learn some stuff. Although I've gone on record as saying I usually forget most things that I talk about. Yeah, me too. It's, you know, it like yeah. I'll remember. I'll remember a couple important details. I'm very much like in this moment. No, actually, I am terrible at remembering people's names. I'm really good at remembering super small details, though. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like the worst. Like it gives me like sweats. So what, what was the small detail for me to. before you learned my name? I saw your 101. That was it? Yeah. Um, and I saw you and Smokey perform together doing the Elvis, a, the, the the Elvis Presley yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was genius. I thought it was so funny. I was like, here's this kid who's in 201, right? Kid. Air quotes. Um, in this, like, 201 class <laughs> who's just getting up there with another classmate and just putting themselves out there for 15 minutes, like, like major props. I, was I thinking- had to be, like, like... Coaxed into. Did you ever have stage fright? Yeah, I still have stage fright. Really? Oh my god! You have stage fright, dude. I like. Why do you think I pace? <laughs> I don't know. I think I thought it was that thing you do. It's just my general energy. <laughs> you're, just like, you're just a pacer. You just shit me and you pace. I am. I am a mover. And a, you're, yeah. you're a mover. You're a physical Rocking person. Rocking and rolling. It's true. I yeah. just and I don't mean I don't mean to sound like pompous, but like I don't think I've ever had stage fright. Yeah. So, like, why do you think that is? Like, what is it that makes you so calm and comfortable? I don't know, because my heart rate's always going, and I'm always so like... So, that's stage, right, dude? But, no, but, but but when I get to the wings, it's like, this is where I belong. I want to be here. I want to yeah. do the right move. I'm always worried I'm going to make the wrong move, mm-hmm. but I'm never, like, afraid to go on. I was afraid because I would always feel like I didn't have something good. But I was never afraid to go on and embarrass myself. I think that was because the first time I ever did get on stage, I embarrassed myself. Yeah. No. What, what was that? Um, what it was at a jam. It was the first time Matthew and I were ever on stage. We didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. We both sat in the front row opposite the aisle. 
And uh, we did the, this game at the end where everyone lined up on the back wall. Yeah. And you would get a line, and there'd be one person with one line, and then the second person on the back wall, anyone, would come out and be the two person with the, with the layup line. Yeah. Yep, and yep. I did two. And nobody laughed. Whatever. Yeah. Now, <laughs> but you're right. But you're right. Like at the time, then you, first you were time like, on oh, stage what have I done? Ever. Why? Why is this my new hobby? But as soon as I got off, I was like, I want to be back on. And I yeah, talked about that a cool. lot when I was first doing. And then like yeah. I did Pyro plus one, and that was a great experience. Oh, I bet that was. So I've had fun. two times in my life where people have come up to me after a show and said I did it. Like, good job. You know, it was really great. Mm-hmm. That show, and then like one of our student showcase shows. I mean, he's got to be so easy to play with because he just like. He's very good at giving you a very clear emotional perspective that, like, helps direct the scene, right? Like, he's not directing it, but he will give you, like, that look and that emotion and that one line that's, like, I know exactly how to respond authentically to this, you know? he's able to own that stage and scene. Right. So you're just, like, this is simple. Let me just, like, fall into it. it. Yeah. I mean, that's who I, you know, strive to be. (laughs) One more thing about that set. Mm. You know how it's like a, like a rule, air quotes again, oh, um, to what? not kill someone on stage? I love killing people. Yeah, stage. yeah, but you know how it's a rule? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you can't, like, come back because whenever you're dead. However, so. it was like a um, it was like a cut and then a cut back. Yeah. The cut back was him killing me. Oh, fantastic. He did a lot of, like, big moves. I was really surprised I was able to, like, before I even knew what they were. Yeah. But I love, I talk about that set all the time. I love that set. I mean, he does, and we should probably, yeah, unless we want to make this super insular again. Um, Pajor does the sort of big moves with strangers that we saw, like, the UCB two-person teams do with, like, somebody they've known for years. Yeah. And, like, that I find, like, really, really interesting. Like, why am I not challenging myself to be in that kind of a space? Like, I could, like, totally, like, you know, be in a refinery set and just be like, you know what? Today, like, this is, we're just going to play. We're going to play fast and hard and, like, be very, like, direct and authentic, like, with each other, you yeah. know? I so. feel like there's a lot more I want to do just to get, like, experience and actually do more. Like, right. Push. There's one set I saw that was like, I don't want a scene over 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Get to it, get get it done, and edit it. Yeah. And I was just like, that set was crazy. I want to see that again. I want to do that. Yeah. Or any form. Any, any just form. to, like, keep you, like, moving with it. But I do think it's very valuable, too, though. Like, we, our team, Detective, see us um, every other Saturday at Collision Theater until until a certain time period. I don't even know when. I don't want it to end. But I know. Um, well, Detective can still go on. But, like, we're, we're really good at patterns. We can, like, set up the funny, whatever. But, like, one of the things that I really miss is, like, that, like, revisiting, like, that character and that, like, like reinvesting. Like, reinvesting into your emotional perspective is, like, what they say in 201. Um, you know? And, like, just sitting in that. Like, Hearst Girls does that so well. See them one, the they third never, Saturday of the month. They never panic. It's crazy. <laughs> they, well, they don't panic, but they give themselves space, which is, like, something, like, I That's, value so much, where, like, they, they will walk away and breathe and come right back with their response. Oh, and they'll reinvest. That's what and you mean. they'll reinvest. And then they'll reinvest in, like, whatever weird thing they've set up for themselves. Yeah. But... I think Andrew's like really quick. Like they've all got their own little like um, talent, you know, their little things that they do. I think I judge an improviser by the how how much or if not that how much they panic. 
Yeah. Like, seeing the Hearst girls are, like, big bosses, never a moment of panic. Right. Never a moment of, like, like oh, fuck, they're always right there. They're always crushing it. Mm-hmm. Even if something goes wrong, like, they are able to, like, take it in stride. I think that's, like, a sign of a good improviser. Right. I mean, I mean, they, they totally just yes and that thing. Or, like, if somebody says something that so clearly doesn't fall in line within the world that they've established, they they support that by calling it out. Oh, I love <laughs> like, calling it out. Which, Ooh. like, I, yeah, find hilarious. Like, like, yeah, because the whole audience is going, well, that's weird, because he called her a different name. And then you know? all of a sudden, it's like, my name's not Rachel. And then right. she's like, no, that's you what I thought. never remember my name. That's what I thought. That's what I was wondering. They talked about it. Okay, okay, This okay. is the problem with our friendship. Uh-huh. <laughs> Reinvest Right, and then they, re- then they found something else, and then they could, like, build upon it. Oh. All right, so you've been doing improv for over about a year and a half? Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. Longer? Now. Yeah. You're well, I just graduated from the 101, or, like, I just had the time hop memory of 101, so it's been a year. Yeah. So not even a year and a half, yeah. Oh, man. That's crazy. Right? Or I guess it's a year A and little half. longer. Yeah, because it started in January, 14 February. 14 months. Wow. Yeah. That's this is, crazy. like, one of those things, you know, like, when you're, like, with babies, you're like, I'll never be, like, my babies, like, 13 months. But then they're like, but they change so quickly. I don't have a baby, FYI. But <laughs> it is Can't buy my funny. baby. Yeah, I can't buy my baby. But, yeah, so, yeah, I've been 14 months in improv. That's, I, I would put you in longer. Although I feel like I feel like I did it with everybody, just like watching. Just like putting them longer. Well, I mean, for my job, I have to like. Yeah. I have have to, you, like, did you do any like stuff. theater or anything before improv? In college, I did, but none of the like. I have so many, so many varied interests. I like. I could never like commit to doing a, what they would call a main stage production because of like the time commitment That's to a it. Lot. Right, and I wasn't, like, a theater major because my parents were like, that's silly. Yes. Uh, which, is, like, at this point in time, which, like, great if you're a theater major, like, like happy for you, good luck for you, but, like, it is, like, really hard to find a job after oh, yeah. that. So I did communications and um, would then do one-act plays in college, and that was, like, my... Because ah. I get, plays. yeah, I get, like, serious stage fright right before going on, like, to the point where, like, I'm, like... Angela, why did you do this to yourself? Why are you putting yourself in this situation? Like, you could just be, like, relaxing at home right now, and yeah. here you are, like, nervous sweats oh. and want to throw up. But I, felt then, that, I felt that way before the crying voice said. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. But then, like, once you get on stage, right, and, wild. like, you say your first line, all of a sudden, like, the calmness, like, descends. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. You know oh, I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm here. This is my, my stage. Right. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, you're like, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that... uh I, I talked about this, I think, with every guest after. I, I saw, yeah. did you see past their primetime players? I think you were in the audience for that. The, no, the three, the trio. I missed them. I missed them. I was late. They was were really one late. of the best sets I've ever seen in my life. They yeah. owned the stage like I've never seen because I think Gosh, they were theater people. It. I think that that's what Wait, they were from uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. Were, and this was during Second Best yeah, Fest yeah. at Coalition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you listen to Joe's, you heard about them all about it. Yeah. Oh, they were, like, l- laughing so hard behind me during the Hearst Girls set. Yes. Like, I met them just because they yeah, were, Yeah, that like, was, um... Yeah. We, we sat next to each other for that set. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Did we? No, because I came in late. So they were the first, because they, like... Did they Is open the show? Five? Yeah, they opened it. But no, Hearst Girls didn't perform the same show. show like, Hearst Girls, no, they didn't perform the same show. They performed at a show, like, later that oh, night. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It okay. was the same night. So I came in late. Because then, uh... What up, Matthew? I'm just going to call him out. What is he, like, asking if you want a tomato or something? He's asking to borrow my bike lights. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe you. <laughs> you want, anybody want a tomato? 
that's hey, that's what I'd offer if you came to my house. <laughs> I got a tomato. I got a guava fruit. Yeah, that's all I've got actually because I'm moving. So it's like the I have three Roma tomatoes and one guac. What, one guac, guac as, fruit. Otherwise known as an avocado. One guac fruit. Guac. <laughs> you Yeah. So they wait. Now what was? Is that know. a movie quote? I don't know. I said I asked if you were moving. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm moving. I'm moving close to the coalition, so, yeah, right there in Jackson Ward, which is why all the cool people should move over on the same street that I'm on, because Kale and Lori, Kalori, as I like to call them, who are other coalition folks, goodness, this is so insider, (laughs) whatever. I want to have Kale on the The inside people are like, you should. Oh, my God, getting inside Kale's mind for 60 minutes. Inside Kale's mind, he is... Him and Lori are just like artists that need to be explored. Explore they that need, shit, please. The, the world needs to know about Kale. Uh, I agree. You know what? I don't I'm know Lori do, well enough. I'm going to do a short documentary shot on my iPhone just about Kale and Lori. Yeah, I would I'm love. Scared. I would love to be a part of that. Okay, like, I will help make that happen. Yep. Yeah. Just like us following. He's going to be like, stop. Stop following me. <laughs> like I, I just want to know like what your natural environment's like. Like yeah. I just want to like. I just want to be in that space. Yeah. Slash, I already, like, impose myself enough on them, so maybe it won't. They won't freak out. That's one of the things that I love about the Coalition that I'm excited. I hope one day I'll find that. It's, like, the close bonds. Yeah. Like, Matthew and I have a close bond, but everyone else I have, like, a casual bond. You do. You do, Jonathan. With Matthew or with everybody? With everybody. I think it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. I didn't start really you should have been our class. I would have loved if I had Well, hang out with me more. I'll force myself on you, and then you'll be like, in a very like loving, not sexual way. <laughs> I just want that to go on my face. I'm just going to edit that I out so it seems that, weird. Oh, God. I will force myself <laughs> edit. Just a like, quiet moment. Sexually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sexually. <laughs> I'll remix it. I'll do like, a little beat over it. Do you want another one? Sure. Thank you. Yes. Once again, if uh, you're just tuning in, we're drinking Dogfish Head Lupa Luau IPA. Toasty what is your rating of this beer? Um, out, of, out, of, out of what? What am I rating with? I don't know. Like, Let's just do one out of five because I feel like one out of ten is too many options. Four. Yeah, it's not bad, right? 3.5 IPA. I don't usually like, like IPAs. The coconut's like not intense. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would like more intense coconut. I don't know. I'm indecisive. I'm not usually big on coconut. I feel like the coconut and the IPA like cancel each other out in like the good way. Right, because like an IPA is always so strong in that, and like coconut, like coconut milk is just like what you drink on Sundays. There you go. You know what I mean? Saturday plus Sunday. This Saturday plus Sunday. The weekend beer. This is the weekend beer. There's on your Monday. fucking dogfish head like pitch line. All right, so I tried to ask Yeah, that's right. Sponsored by Dogfish. The producers. (laughs) I, oh my God, the day we get a sponsor. Yeah. You want me to help with that? Yeah. Let's get you a sponsor. I do plugs. Who are we going to sponsor? I was was really pushing. Who have you plugged? Go through your plugs. Go through now? Yeah, I want to hear your plugs. Like, who do you plug? Oh yeah, you plug your, the instrument, what is that place again? Orbital Music Park. Okay, number one, Orbital Music Park. Brought to you by Orbital Musical Park. Are you going to do like Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to do the NPR voice. Uh, Brought to you by Orbital Musical Park, where you can bring your tunes and we'll make the music. Mm. Pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. For not knowing anything about it and getting the name wrong, it's pretty good. Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Close enough. All right, I'll plug the theater. All right. 
Brought to you by Coalition Theater. Come for the laughs, stay for the friends. Ooh, that's real. Isn't that good? That's look legit. Boom, chakalaka, give me another one. Uh, Should I? I've been wanting to talk about this one thing since I came in. No, please. You've got the tank <laughs> on your shirt. You're wearing a shirt with a tank on it. Where did you get that? Did you make that yourself? Where did it come from? Here, it. let's just give the listeners, just in case they listen to this three years from now, what this tank means to the Richmond. To I Richmond. saw I saw the shirt on Twitter. And I immediately bought it. I'm like, this is something I want to own for myself. That's my RVA coffee stain. Yeah, yeah, Isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, yeah. They, um, they just they tweeted out a, link, a picture, this picture, and they were like, "All right, we heard you. We'll make some shirts." And they just made some shirts. I was so mad. I so ordered dangerous. it. I ordered, I ordered it, but they also had tank tops for the tank. And I'm like, I should have gotten the tank top. I bet they're out too, aren't they? They gotta be. It was a limited run. You can go to double check. They might still have it. Hopefully they like reorder because they know like how genius of an idea it is. I mean, he's a, yeah, he's a great guy. I I just, I follow him, but like, um, yeah, I just thought like, this is something I was a part of. It's like a cool thing. I was like, I like having fun shirts. Yeah. Like I I try to buy a lot of coalition shirts. Well, that's like represent, but represent to like a very specific particular odd moment that happened here. But like 40 people in 10 years. Yeah. I should have, I should have ran out and tried to seek the tank. I was at Cezanne. Oh, brought to you by Cezanne, where everybody goes to after going to the Coalition Theater. Perfect. Uh, That was pretty good, right? Um... (laughs) Yeah, it was at Cezanne, they're like, there's a tank. But, like, me and my frightful self, I'm like, I'm staying inside. There's, like, no way. I was like, I'm checking Twitter. I'm I'm staying put. Matthew, Casey, and Joe saw it. They Did they dri- really, they like, driving. driving? Or, like, after it was already, driving. like, parked on the... Really? They were leaving the theater after their 201 class. The 301 class. Were they, like, driving on the road? Yeah. And, and they, they were like, what is that? And there was just a shit ton of, or like a ton of police that came through. Yeah, you can swear on the show. Okay, good. Thank goodness. Oof. You said, uh. I love it. I love, I love a good swear word. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was really fun. What were, what were we talking about right before this though? Oh God, I can't remember. I wanted, I think I, I did want to transition to asking you, I think I tried to poke and see like what else <laughs> you had done creatively. Oh yeah. I was on a bunch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then I transitioned into talking about like, what do you want to talk about? But like. I'm done a bunch. This sounds like really. No, no, no. Um, this is, this is, this is your, I, I would say it's your hour. What do you want to do with it? Like this is your celebration of you. This is your, like, people are going to hear this and they're going to want to hear about you. Dude, I'm just like, I'm just did, did. I'm just drinking the bed. Just like hanging out with them. <laughs> um, no, what do I want to do? I don't know. What do I want to talk about? There's, I don't know. I've been, I've done some, I've been a part of some cool projects in my time. What, what are in, some of those cool projects? I know, no, I know nothing about um, those cool projects that I would like to know. All right. You know what? Like, let's go back. Angela, young Angela in college was like, I don't know, I want to get into theater. But then their parents were like, no, like, find another major. So I was like, okay, I'll oh, do so communications. Yeah, well, I wanted to, like, double major in theater to, theater like, help it out. But I'm really glad I didn't because I was already, like, super stupidly busy. Because yeah, yeah. I love, if I'm, like, going to be doing something, I'm going to, like, do something. You know I what noticed. Mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I totally just get into it. So I got really into making, like, short videos. Ooh, that's what I always wanted to do, but keep going. So that was, like, I was known as, like, that girl on campus who, like, always had, because the camera was, like, bit, which is funny because the camera wasn't even, like, that big, but circa 2009, 
Well, two that yeah, two thousand seven. Two thousand seven is when I got into college, <coughs> but whatever. Two thousand nine is when I had my stride. <laughs> Maybe in college with the video, whatever. I was like running up and down camera with like this big old, or up and down campus with this big old camera bag, just being like, I'm just trying to capture life. Not yeah. Really. But just like making like like digital shorts, and this was too like. This is when YouTube started hitting its stride, right? Because, like, everybody got on YouTube early on and just, like, put up anything, which was, like, kind of amazing that that possibility was out there. So, like, I feel like I was going into this, like, really beautiful time in school where they were, like, we know the Internet's a big deal, but we don't know how big of a deal it's going to be. Right? And so when people are, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or, like, get out of college. It was, like, I'm not positive, but I really like making short videos. I really like getting people, like, super energized around a specific topic, especially, like, if it was, like, a, um, some sort of social topic. So I was really big into, which, like, this is, like, sort of controversial <coughs> at the time, but have you heard of Invisible Children? Yeah. So they were, like, for me, like, at the forefront, and, like, just, like, backstory, Invisible Children, um... They were originally, like, campaigning for child soldiers to, to like, end young kids being child soldiers in Uganda. Like, that was, like, their, like, singular one main message. And, yeah. then, and then it's funny, like, if you, like, literally follow that campaign throughout the, you know, its lifespan, like, just, like, the people who started this, like, docu-series that then turned into a no- non-profit, like, they started to mature and realize, like, this problem is far bigger than what we, like, originally thought. But anyway, so Invisible Children was this really amazing movement among, that was fueled by college students to get people to actually give a shit about Uganda, right? Yeah, yeah. And they did that through social media videos, through, like, videos on YouTube. And also, too, they did, like, screenings, like, at colleges. And they, like, were the first to, like, really utilize Twitter, like, as, yeah. like, a social organizing tool. The first time I heard about it, Follow Boy did a music video all oh, about Oh, really? Yeah. Really? The, what what year? I'm just so curious. Because, like, it was so interesting to watch people fall. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was, like, um, the video was them playing a song. And yep. over the whole thing, up until the end, there was no band. It was just, like... Uh-huh. This, like, love story between two people, and then one of them gets taken away, and then, like, they... That's how you learn about child soldiers. That's how, that's how I learned about, yeah, invisible children and all that. And then, like, at the end of the day, they're like, please donate to invisible children, or whatever they put. It was really, it was really awesome, and, like, hearing you tell that oh, story, it's, like, exactly what you're just explaining. Yeah. And, like, they had, like, this great platform, and they did, like, a wonderful thing with it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, the way in which they were able to energize people and, like, really get them organized around a single thing, but then also, like, how smart they were with their messaging, like, that, for me, really inspired me. Like, I was 100%, like, all about, you know, the cause, but, like, I was particularly interested in the tactics and, like, how they, and how they did that, like, how they influenced, like, so many young people to care so freaking hard, right? Um and I think that's what's led me to my job today. That's awesome. Yeah. So, like, I even, like, at one point, like, my favorite story to tell is, like, my junior year of college, because um, they would have, like, in-person events, like, once a year to, like, get, like, raise awareness. Um, and, like, one year it was called Rescue Me, and the whole point was, like, like, a hundred cities, like, across the world are going to, um, like, need to be, air quotes, like, rescued and what that meant was that uh you had to 
you like went to a city and you like did your, you know, demonstration. And then you had to have somebody of some sort of like influence speak at the demonstration saying like, we're going to give a shit about this issue. Right. So like DC was our closest one. We got rescued quote unquote, like right away. Um, there was a bus that they called and it was based off of the freedom riders for like the civil rights movement. There was a bus that you could go on and then go to another city that wasn't quote unquote rescued. So like, and I remember seeing this video ahead of time, being like, man, I want to do that, but it's finals week. Oh, ugh. um, so it was like raining and we were dancing and we we're having like a good time. And they're like, all right, well, we're going to go to Philly for the next city. Like there's space on the bus. Anyone going to go? And I turned to a friend and was like, I'm going to go. And she was like, what? And I was like, all right, see ya. And like, I just jumped on the bus and I was like, before I jumped on the bus, I was like, come with me. And she was like, I can't, like, there's no way I can. And the bus was about to pull away and she jumped on too. Oh. And I was like, yes. And thank God she did because I'm so very irresponsible that like, I didn't have any money. Like, <laughs> like I just jumped on a bus with a bunch of strangers with like a barely working phone and like with the camera, the school's camera, I was not allowed to take Take this on like an adventure yeah i didn't know where we were gonna go next but i was like well that's gonna be fun like thank goodness my friend jumped on because truly like i didn't have any money and at the end of the trip i lost my wallet and like fly home without a wallet bt dubs you can do that i don't know how strict it is now but did you have to buy a ticket well yeah so we ended up we went to philly and then we were like rescued in Philly and then we went to Baltimore and then we were rescued in Baltimore by um god what's his name he's so funny he did the One Tree Hill theme song god what's his name what's his name what's his name what's his name he's like more famous now than he was before he like anyways so you went to Baltimore then where'd you go oh yeah and then we went to Chicago oh jeez yeah so then at this point I was like oh god now I'm really gonna like miss my finals and two this wasn't when like internet was all that super like you could just write an email on your phone and send it which is crazy like how technology has like well i think you could i think it wasn't like well well i didn't have it sorry you could if you had a black if you had a blackberry or Or an an iphone iPhone. i had what's called a juke do you You know what these things are the juke was my favorite i'd walk around campus and be like i got my mp4s like (laughs) or mp3s rather i got my mp3s it would like came out like it was like a razor yeah yeah slide out yeah. Yeah. I had yeah. A, I had the LG music. It had oh, yeah. like a little play, like a play, pause, uh, like skip button like thing on the front. So yes. you could be like play, here's like a song. Here's yeah. here's crank that Soldier Boy Travis Barker cover. Yes! I just like walked around campus like listening to Regina Spectre, like thinking I was like so cool. Yeah, I would like I would flip my phone out and be like, this is like my if, like, anybody tries to attack me at night, they'll think I'll have, like, a switchblade. Switch yeah. <laughs> but then, like, it's my cell phone. So just playing. Uh, uh, yeah. And then she's like, oh, boy. Anyways, that's Regina Spector. Uh, but, yeah. So then we went to Chicago, and we were like, we're going to get Oprah. We're going to get Oprah to rescue us. So um, Chicago is rainy and cold, and we're just now a sh- shit ton of of stinky college kids with the founders of Invisible Children. Because at this point then, there was like two other buses, like one that started in LA and one that started, I can't remember where else. But we all like just merged, three of us all merged in Chicago and we're like, we're going to get on the Oprah show without being invited on the Oprah show (laughs) was the thing. So we like tried to like get attention to do it and uh so we like stood outside and then we're like oh she doesn't know what we're doing or who we are and then we end up doing which is my favorite this ginormous synchronized dance to um in the name of love 
and I'm like, I'm taping this all. And like, I can, I can give you the video. It's like not great, but like, uh, we did like, like 500 people synchronized dance to like, in the name of love, you know, one yeah. song in the name of love. Um, one more in the name of love. Right. So one more. And then yeah, I don't yeah. really have one more song. Whatever. Anyway, she still didn't pay attention to it because I don't think she knew what the heck these stinky college students were doing outside. And then we finally were like, let's get smart about this and make a sign. <laughs> and so we did. And we like circled the building and we were like, invisible children, pay attention to us. And then we were on Oprah. Were you and actually then, in the studio, all of you? Or just no, like- we were like right outside of it. But we like started the show. And she was like, there are these stinky kids outside who have been wanting to get on here, so whatever, I'm going to talk to them. And so it was like, hi. And, oh, yeah, so talking about phones, like me not being able to email, I hand wrote my professors on the letters we were supposed to. So they were like letterhead to send Congress members. Uh, (laughs) But I hand wrote my professors like, so sorry, I'm not in class this week. <laughs> like, I, I hope you understand. And then I was like, I'm living what it is that you told me to. Whatever, whatever. whatever. Throw, it was like bullshit, 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 yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it was like, it was cool because I was doing it. And so like I mailed letters being like, sorry, I'm not in class all week. And that was the week before finals. So then it was like, oh, shoot, it's finals. We're just on Oprah. What do we do now? Like, we have to get home. So my... Thank goodness. My roommate, who, like, was the amazing person who jumped on the bus with me, was like, my mother is going to buy us tickets. You can pay her back whenever you're, like, ready. So we did. And then we went back. And then we, and then I had my final the next day. So that influenced the rest of my career. That's awesome. Though. Like, <laughs> I've always cool. wanted to do social media. And I, I'm, like, right on board with you with, like, yeah. the tactics. Like, I'm not doing a good job with, like, any of mine because, like, I don't need to reach somebody. But, like, if I did, I, like... I like thinking about that. Like, that's yeah. a really awesome thing. Yeah. It, it's super suited for you. It's really, it's really fascinating. Because then in D.C., I worked for a nonprofit where, like, we're super small, but we worked on, like, local policy issues. And it's like, well, how do you make yourself look influential if you have literally no power? Yeah. And Twitter was the way that we did it. And, like, so to see Twitter being used in a way now, that is, like influencing social conscience like it scares me to have known that it could have been used for such good and to have not have like thought as to how it could have been used for good or evil good yeah yeah that's that's our minute oof let's talk about you so let's say yeah now now i work now i work for public broadcasting (laughs) and now i yeah i always say don't try to host the show because i'll let you Oh, word, like I, because you're like, now I'm, I'm sorry, I just drank a beer. Now I'm at that point where I can talk more. Oh, yeah. We're just uh, getting So what is it about social media like that? So you're. Well, because it is, it is a way to reach. Not the beer. So, so here's yeah. the thing. When I first started the show, I didn't like Instagram. I didn't use it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had a Twitter and I had a podcast Twitter. And then I made a. I realized, like, oh, people are going to be on whatever social media they want to be on. That's why companies have these, so that if somebody wants to access that company's image, they can go to their preferred social media. Which yeah. is why I would say whatever social media you want to be on, that's what I'm on. And so I made an Instagram, and then no, 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 now it's my favorite. But, like, it is a way to, like, yeah. totally reach people, and, like, you have to have, like... Like, you judge companies or whoever based on, like, what they Their do. Their social presence. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, Wendy's yeah. is killing it right now. Yeah. Wendy's is... so um, funny. Exactly. Like, They're if you loose. need to infuse comedy into it, and that's something that I, like, 
I think I've been too stressed out at work to like really have an influence in that. But like, that's why I want everybody at my job to take an improv class. Oh yeah, a one on one. Yeah, just so yeah. There's some games and stuff. Sorry, I'm burping now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think like you said, like it's like a it's like a way that you can reach anyone. Yeah, and I mean. I was I was just thinking I, you we were talking earlier and I had this thought and then I forgot but but I remembered it. If there was ever a way mm-hmm. where somebody took an improv class either because they listened to this show or because they saw a post that I made, boom, I would feel amazing. Mm-hmm. I would obviously hope that they would have a good experience. I've had a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had a like lot of the options. best experience of your entire oh, life. Oh yeah, the, the, this I, <laughs> I say like improv has completely changed my life. Yeah. Like before I did improv, like I didn't really have like a creative outlet. And now like I'm 20, I'm 26. What's yeah. the rest of my life going to look like knowing that improv is a thing I love to do? Yeah. Like, You've got I'm, a lot of life to live. Exactly. So yeah. like, and, but the, now that improv is like woven, like when am like, like here's the thought, like when am, am I ever going to stop doing improv? Mm-hmm. Whether that happens or not, like there's going to be years and years where maybe I get up to the point where I'm doing good improv. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And either way, it's going to change your social behavior. You know? I just realized like, I can't talk to certain people because they don't. Because they don't get your bits. <laughs> That's true. What That's do you mean you can talk to, to certain people? So, like, the things we learn in improv mm-hmm. are meant to be, like, helping the scene on stage go better. Right. So people just, like, shut other people down. Yeah, you, you change just... scene to conversation. Right. Like, there are certain people at work who I, I hate talking to because, like, you'll say something or you'll make a joke or something and they go, no, that's not how it is. And you're like, dude, I'm just like... I don't know what to do now. And that's yeah. like the moment I'm saying where someone disagrees, it's like, I don't know what to do with that. Right. The only thing you can do is be more absurd to counter the absurdness. Right. And then you just look weird in like a normal cause, conversation cause Yeah, because you turn a conversation that. and it's just yeah. like, what? Right, And it's yeah. just like, yeah. life is so much more fun when you just like, have a conversation. Like, yep. I, I, can't, I can't give a good example. I can think of a specific coworker who I just hate talking to because mm-hmm. they have to be right. They have to like... Be smarter. Uh, they have to one up you. But yeah. like, and that's another thing in improv is like, no one who's good at improv and on a team yes. is going to be like, I need to win. I need to be the one winning here. I need to right. one up you. I need to make. I need to look because it's awful to watch because nobody enjoys that. Yeah. Like, who wants to see somebody just be like, well, I'm better than you? Exactly. <laughs> and that's what one of the. That's, I mean, that's that's like what detective is founded on is good support moves. Right. How can I make you look right. good? Mm-hmm. And like in a conversation. If somebody doesn't is having a conversation to make themselves look good, yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't talk to you because I um I could make you look good, but when you're trying to make yourself look good and I'm trying to make you look good, that's a that's a shitty conversation. Right. So right. hard to be in the conversation. Right. Like at least eight times you tried to turn the focus back to me. Yeah. And that's the sign of something. That's a conversation I want to have. Well, that's like the back and forthness of it. Exactly. Like, oh, wait, you're like actually listening. I'm not, oh. I'm not saying I'm here to like be like, let's talk about me. But like the fact that you're like engaging in that way where it's like, let's build like, again, it's, it's all like improv. I think it yeah. really translates really well to conversations. And so mm-hmm. like, that's why I think everyone should take a one-on-one and go through the classes and then yeah. have your life changed. Like want to do improv or whatever. Yeah. The thing that sucks and is so funny is this is my exposure to improv, but a lot of other people have a lot of other exposures to improv. 
Right, like not positive. Is that what you're trying? Yeah, to like it's a joke. Like if certain people, uh, you tell them like you do improv, and they're like, "You're the biggest dork," and not in an affectionate, loving way, but just right. like a, "Wow, I'm judging you." Right, and it's wow. like oh, that's why I'm doing improv, dude. <laughs> like it's because because <laughs> I'm trying to get away from this like societal judgment that you're putting oh on me. All right, and now that is that is yeah. improv is really empowering in that way. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because it's, like, it's very much so, like, be your most authentic self or be, like, your most authentic self as this character. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody's like, you're a dork, like, on stage, it's like, I'm a fucking dork. I like, you know it. it. Yes. Like, you pay $10 to this. see it. Yeah. I've got a friend who, like, I love very dearly and who I think would be phenomenal at improv, um, but... She's like, I just can't hang out with improv people. And I'm like, you know, like, I think it's because you just got to let go. You just got to yeah. let go. I can't tell like, you. <laughs> like, okay, here's, you know? here, here's a great example of that. Yeah. Jonathan Nelson. Yes. Love him to death. Yeah. When, a lot, before I like, felt comfortable like, being his friend. Wait, like, let's what, give background story to who Jonathan Nelson is. So I, I'm, I, doing, I'm doing that thing where I just want, I want, I want the listener to know, you know? Give me some, give me some juice on Jonathan, Jonathan Nelson. Jonathan Nelson, future friend of the show. Okay. He, um, he is a very kind man. He, I don't, I don't know how to describe him. He's blonde. He's got a little scruffy-ish beard. He he makes very bold moves. He's got got great facial features. The thing is, the thing about Jonathan Nelson. Yeah. What do you like about him? I, he's so kind, but so he'll, he'll talk to anybody. He's one of the, he's one of those good people who are like. You want to talk to me? I will happily be in this conversation. And so, like, and this is, I think, what I wanted to get into. This, this is my setting the stage for Jonathan Nelson. Set the stage. I'll do a bit. I'll say, like, a funny joke. He will happily try to encourage and raise it. No matter what the... Like, maybe I wanted to just throw a quip out there. He's there to make it, like, a whole thing. Is this in a regular conversation or in an intended bit? Anytime I'm doing a conversation. <laughs> like, no matter what, I feel so fully encompassed by his support. Oh, absolutely. Very cool. Yeah, he, I, I was his TA, and, like, he was just so supportive. And, just, yeah, he's a supportive, supportive, supportive person. And, like, I forget what I, what the lead-in was to this. Um, Jonathan Nelson support. Uh, can somebody rewind for us so that they can remind us what it is we were what originally talking was about? I get, was I about to get into? You, there's somebody who's taking a walk right now who's listening to this going, Come on, guys! It was this! It was <laughs> get your this shit together! Thing. Like, oh you clearly God. were on the way. You were about to make a very distinct statement. And then uh, we got off track because Angela was like, but tell us more about Jonathan. Um, Jonathan so, oh, a great um, I remember. We were talking about judgmental people. That's right. Jonathan yeah. Nelson is one of the least judgmental people ever. Yeah, because we're like, we don't want to be thing. in regular conversations, well, in quote-unquote regular conversations, the people who just, like, shut us down. Exactly. And then like, there's Jonathan oh, Nelson, who does the exact opposite. Yes, I remember okay, that. Cool. The Coalition's yeah. a very empowering. Improv is so Boom! empowering. Boom! We got, we got there, there, we got there, we got there, we got there, we got there. It was like, it was like the, the theater and everything, like, 
it just builds you up. And that's right. what that support move is. It builds you up. Yep. And like you're here long enough, yep. you're going to have positive feelings about yourself because people are going to keep telling you things and they're going to keep encouraging you and talking mm-hmm. to you. And like doing if when things. you get that in real life, like even at work, even if you're the most supportive boss at work, like you, there will still be times in which you feel like shit. Right? Like, like you know that something didn't go well or you've got to, like, talk through something. Like, but, like, the most genuine support you could ever get would be through Coalition Theater. Oh, yeah. We are such an advertisement right now. But it's, like, so freaking true. This is why I, like, mm, so passionate about it. Oh, yeah, 100%. And that's why I'm, like, I want somebody to listen to this and be, like, I talk about it a lot, but, like, I'm consistent with what I think about it. Yep. Like, it's a wonderful place. It's changed my life. Again, what am I going to do now that improv's part of my life? Like, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I, I, I want to be the past year prime time players and have 30 years experience and go to a fucking festival in San Francisco and, like, yes. inspire somebody 30 years my, my junior, like... Yeah, that's same, same dream. It's just, it's same a comedian. It's like, again, I want to do things. Like, I want to produce things. I want to actually, I don't want to talk about it. I want to do it. Yeah. And this is a place where people are doing things. And, and like. It's so, it's so scary. Like, when I did the live podcast, mm-hmm. scary. I was terrified. I know. That's what I loved, actually, about it. Can we go back to that? Please. Anybody who's currently listening, please listen to the live podcast. You can pause us now. Angela makes an appearance in that one. <laughs> Do it with my laugh. Clean your underwear. <laughs> you were going to tell your because future self. My future self does need to and still needs to do her laundry. Just do my goddamn laundry. Like, are you out of underwear? Maybe. You should probably wash that future self. I'm going to listen to this later and be like, damn, that was a good reminder. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing laundry right now. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, thank goodness. Like, I'm at, like in. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to listen to this like while I'm actually cleaning or like hacking because that's what I should be doing right now and I'm procrastinating uh but yeah that was my favorite part just to get back to coalition live action live is this called no this is called the producer so yeah. it's coalition, coalition live, live was, was featured the episode. on this show on this okay. producers so like my favorite part about it is that the juxtaposition I'm sorry to get into technical terms of like you who's like nervous but like like, wants to, like, clearly get to know these people so badly. Because, like, they're your heroes. Like, you have watched them perform. Oh, they yeah. make amazing moves. They're such... They're so committed to their craft. Um, interview these people that are so incredibly comfortable. <laughs> was I nervous? Was I nervous on stage? You were a little nervous on stage. It was to so the point fun- where maybe, maybe it didn't come off in the podcast, but, like, to me, I was like, oh, Jonathan. Like, I so much like I love watching this the refinery one when I was super nervous the, 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 the tester run oh really yeah, yeah. so you already had a test then I had a test it was okay. like Katie Jonathan Nelson and Dan, Dan Flarka oh boom yeah, so yeah. that's how you got a, a quote unquote primetime show we do quote unquote a lot here but I, I feel like I have to like say them since people are listening sure sure yeah that's how I got I'm gonna Dave's gonna make me a poster so I call it my poster show oh, oh that is really sweet that is awesome like that's support right there and like yeah I, I the only time I hear him talk is when he's on stage which is funny because we have like a we have a room a reporter, not a reporter, a show host. That's like the same thing. Yeah, yeah. At WCB. But anyways, yeah. So you, yeah, that show for me was like just personally gratifying because I was like, look at this kid. I'm calling you a kid again. I apologize. Whatever. He's 25. He's a grown ass adult. 26. He's 26. He's a grown ass adult. Um, but like 
interviewing your clear heroes, like in a way, cause, cause like the transitions were like, boom, like now we're talking about this. And I was like, Oh yeah, now you are like, like just supporting you from the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what made the show so fun. And like, I'm embarrassed to say like, I almost didn't stay. And I was so incredibly happy that I did. Cause I was just like, look at like you, it's so fun to watch people do what they love. Right. Yeah. And so like in that moment, watching you do something, which is just talk to people who you respect, like that was like a beautiful moment for like me to witness in person. And I hope people get that same thing for the podcast. They might not because like podcasts, whatever. I should listen to like, it. I don't, I don't listen to the show anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it would be an extra two hours of your life having, <laughs> listening to a conversation you've already had. Maybe you'd remember more things. Who knows? I need to listen to the first one me and Matthew did. Actually, it was so funny. Uh, I listened, I did Matthew's and then like a couple months later we started to like be friends. Yeah. Like hang out. I'm like, I gotta listen to that again. I gotta see what I missed. Yeah. Like, what I'm not remembering. I gotta remember what he told me. God, if only my life could be a podcast I, I didn't, so I wouldn't embarrass <laughs> myself in social situations. I think I, I thought, I've listened to like five episodes, but yeah, I hope, I, I definitely hope it does. It was, um, God, yeah, that was it. It was, yeah, I, I really tried to do my show. It was like, I could try to like make a good show, but like, it's not going to be good if I don't believe what I'm doing. So I'm going to do my show and do it. And then like, so very true. We're doing it again. We're doing, I'm doing two shows. Another coalition live show. Coalition. Coalition. I don't know yet. Yeah. Bring on the big bosses again. It is fun getting to know them. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I mean, I'm burping still. <laughs> I um I don't know I feel like I have options like I feel like you do have options people now. would want to do this show yeah I mean that's that's the goal I mean you know, like Newman had to miss it so maybe I'll get him on I don't know I don't know there's a just do it Newman just Newman five Newmans <laughs> do a Newman and like a one oh one student who is like even like he was just like oh no I don't even a, know what I've been asked random guy on the here. street Tony yeah Tony we're gonna interview um, the founder of the Coalition Theater, a man we found on the street. Now you invented the, you, you invented uncle. comedy. Yeah. is that correct, Tony? Yes. Uh, anybody, Tell me, Tony. anybody got a quarter? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wrong guy. All right. <laughs> I um. I bet Tony would be very interesting to interview about. I'm just putting it out there. See, supporting someone who doesn't even exist. Exactly. You know what? Take a one-on-one. I love myself. A Tony. Take a free view. Tony. That's right. Take a free view. Go to rvacomedy.com. I think think (laughs) at this point when this comes out, it'll be too late. RVA comedy. Oh, free view. No, there's free views. Just check out the website. It's never too late if you check out the website. This is coming out on July 4th. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm an independence baby. Oh, yeah? I oh, mean, yeah. I'm not an actual independence baby, but this podcast is coming out on July 4th, so now I'm just going to call myself an independence baby. Yes. I could put it out on the 18th if you want. That's right before my birthday. As I was saying, I could, put it out. I, could, I could push it. Should I? Let's have everybody vote on Instagram right now. Post it in your story. <laughs> Should the podcast be released on July 4th? Independence Day? Independence Day. I freaking love Independence Day because I love that movie. I know you don't watch movies, but have you ever seen the Will Smith movie? Yes, with Will Smith. I think I've seen it when I was a kid. The fact that you said Will Smith and knowing that he was in that movie is enough. Is enough to make me like so incredibly happy. That's because there's very few movies that I know because I watched very few movies growing up. 
That and that Star came up. Wars. Did you bring that up in a chat? No, that was Ariana in the Snapchat group. Did she really? She brought she, up Independence Day? No, no, no. She brought, up, she, she brought up the fact that I don't know movies. Whoa. Uh, you know that song? It's from the movie. Just kidding. I, I, it's, from, it's a real song, but it was in the movie. Oh, she brought up the fact that you don't know movies? Ooh, tell me. What did she say? Are you in the Snapchat? I'm not in the Snapchat. Do you want to be in the Snapchat? I mean, I know I should be, but I, like... I mean, it's I fine. Know. I try not to use... This is why I have so many notifications. The thing is... Too many. It's like this. It's I, like a this. It's, this is how it's like. This is how it's like. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. Oh, this is why I'm hot. <laughs> I'm glad you're the song. Um, this is why. This is why. Yes. It's I like, know you're It's not, like what, Jonathan? You you want to attach to your phone because you just want to be in the moment, but like... I do. But like, I want to be in the moment with the people I'm on the phone with. But like, what is it that influences it? Maybe it's because I like live so much in the digital realm that I'm like, I need a brain. Like, my brain is frying. Like, I feel it frying. I want to be when zero I, technology. When I'm at work, the last thing I want to do is like, be there. I want to be with my friends. So and being in the Snapchat group with my friends is way better than like... Talking to Derek with a five Derek. with a five oh nine credit score who wants to get a twenty five thousand dollar car. I hope you hear that, Derek. You need at least a six twenty credit score. You're not exactly wrong, but he might still need a cosigner. You're probably gonna need a cosigner, Derek. Look it up. <laughs> look up what a cosigner. <laughs> look up what cosigner is, Derek. Uh, no, I hear you. I literally, it's just like it's it's not. The minute I walk into the office, is like nonstop. It's stupid. I mean, I mean that's stupid. Like it's it's an amazing it's job. Stupid I love business. it. I love it. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. But like, I will see a notification on my phone of like, if this isn't somebody dying, then I'm gonna get to it after I guess, I'm I guess done. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I look. We all just, get it. But I the know. fact is, is like, I hate being like, I'm the busy. One. I mean, I'm, I'm busy too, but I think for me, it's just like because mm-hmm. I grew up without a lot of social interaction. Yeah. I, I like am trying to get as much as possible. Why is that? Were you an only child? I was only child until I was eleven. So basically, I was only child. Like, Did I didn't, you I, love I didn't, your sibling, your young sibling? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm sure the siblings listening to this right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, he loves sis- you. My I sister. Swear. Yeah, yeah. I love my sister. I but know. you were alone for the first 11. First 11. Days. And then we had this this, this oh, gap. Like, God, so many allergies right now. Yeah. Sorry. Ooh. Keep going. But yeah, so like I didn't have any like in-house peers. And then yeah. like I moved a lot. So like this is the first place where I'm actually like considering trying to like settle. Like in New Orleans, I was there for five years. That's cool. But, like I didn't know anybody. And like I didn't drink at the time. So it was really like a thing where like you don't drink. You Wait a out. second. Let's back up. Beep, 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 um, beep, beep, beep. A young college Jonathan lived in New Orleans. I lived there for five years. Never had a drop while I was there. So what? <laughs> I, I would like to know as he has he birthed some some dogfish head. What was this called again? Lupa Luau IPA. Um, what what was the reasoning behind that? Because I am curious. Me not drinking. Not not yeah. Because you know what? Drinking not drinking. Just like sex not sex. Just like. Being religious, not being like, it's a choice. And, like, yeah. I respect any choice that you end up making. But, like, what is it that influenced that choice? I was afraid. Just, like, afraid of what you would become or what yeah, yeah. you do, like, under um, the influence. My biological father was, like, uh, not cool in that, in that realm. Yeah, probably. that would, that will, yeah, that so will I was just, absolutely influence And that. I grew up in Southern and Utah. And so, too. I was, in, I was in Southern Utah from ages 6 to 16, so I had this, like, really terrible view of alcohol. And then I dated a couple girls in college that, like, one like, of them, oh my God. like if I had been, if I had been 
in that relationship where I am now, it'd be uh-huh. way better. But like in my mind, like she was like an alcoholic, like she drank to feel better. Damn it. And I was just like, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be around that. Yeah. And then I got into a relationship where someone was like very healthy about it, and then went to therapy, and now I can drink and I'm fine with it. Like there's no qualms. Right. Like alcohol. Right. Like, now you're just like. I'm where this, I should, I'm this where, is, yeah, this is something that I do that I'm enjoying with another friend and, like, whatever, we're having a beer a without that, bit. like, extra baggage to it. Like, yeah, no, that's 100% understandable and, like, super just, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so I didn't really have a community there and, like, I, like, had a job there my last year where I did kind of meet some people, but I was, like, in a weird spot, Mm -hmm. and then, like, I moved, so I didn't really get to, like, delve into it. So this is the first time in my life where I've had a community that, like, I'm invested in. Like, I'm there. I'm trying really hard to, like, be friends with people and, like, manage, like, social, all these things and, like, deal with anxiety deal with, like, like, expectations and try to, like, figure out what other people think and then, like... I had been in relationships and they were just really bad and like some of them I was just really bad and it was yeah. just like just dealing with all of that. Yeah. Being here there's now. There's a lot of layers. There's yeah. a lot of layers but like it's like I'm here there's this great community there's always wonderful people and it's like I want to be a part of this. That's amazing. Yeah. Jonathan see okay like this this is what we all this is what we need to know about you, right? Like, like now that you're like, I'm going to be up front with you and just tell you, like, exactly where I came from and why I'm here now with this. But it's, like, one of those things of, like, you know what? We've all got baggage. And, like, we all bring things into, like, a friendship and a conversation that you're not going to know about me for, like, a long time. Yeah. And then, like, now, like, I'm able to share it. And then you're to the point where it's just, like, you like yes and you're like you're just like yeah okay like let your pass that's what you're dealing with like now I understand like now I understand things you do and choices you make right exactly and just you know how to support you better right right so it's like okay now I feel like I can like be there better for you Mm -hmm. you know so it's like yeah I'm excited about your future relationships. Now that I know this about you, sorry, I you know I'm, I'm the type of person who's like I love knowing like uh, my friends to the point where when they start dating another person, I can just be like yay or like I don't know. Do we need to talk about this more? Sort of a thing. <laughs> you mean like with a specific person, right? Right. Well, I mean like because it's it's like lovely to see. I'm like not super big into. Like, I never talk about my relationships for the most part, except for, like... You'll gloss over important details, but you won't, like, get into the deepness. Right! Like, except for, like, with very specific people. Like, in general, like, like even for coworkers, they don't know for a long time until I'm dating somebody, if they ever even find out. Just because I'm like, this is, like, my world here in this situation, and then, like, whatever, I'll, like, maybe eventually, like, end up introducing them to you. But that, like, that's, like, my own issue. But, like... I, like, love knowing friends to the point where it's, like, yeah, like, feel free to, like, confide in me, you Mm -hmm. know? And, like, like, I will try to tell you my honest opinion, not in a way that will, like, push you away from that person, because I don't believe in that at all, like, because the minute you're, like, that person's a B-I-T-C-H, or whatever, like, like, that's not helpful, that's unhelpful, but, like, if you know, like, what your friend's tendencies are and, like, what it, their triggers are, then you can be like, how are you feeling in this situation? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to be all, like, therapist because that's not what I never want to be. But 
I'm just curious. I'm curious to like listen to a podcast one day when you're like, I'm in love. <laughs> it's so funny because I mean, I, I, it feels weird talking about it, but I feel like it's my life. I can do whatever I want. Right. I'll try to I'll try to be as fair as possible to both sides. Like, what was it in like February or March? I started dating somebody who yeah. is I think very, a very wonderful person. I just think that with the relationships that I started, because actually I started the podcast. So, I, I, okay, I had to break this down I now. heard about her in the, the early podcast. I think you were, yeah, you were dating somebody. I was somebody just starting to date somebody, yeah. Because you were talking about her in Taylor's podcast. So, I'll, I'll, I'll try to breeze her real quick. I've, I've lived in relationship for two years. Yeah. Six months of it was dating this woman. I was convinced we were going to get married. I was convinced yeah. this was everything. And then we broke up because we were miserable for like four months. And it was just like, oh my God, I have no identity improv, comedy, music, podcast, started dating this woman, extremely abusive emotionally, had some time being single, and then I got into, over the course of like four or five, six months, like two short relationships where I was an anxious mess. And so that's kind of like... God, I forgot to leave and you were like, am I doing this right? Like, is is this is this good in this situation? Like, am I being... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, like, after, especially after having, like, a really hard relationship where it was emotional abusive, I'm sure, like, you, like, questioned everything in, like, your new relationship. Well, I didn't even right? realize that I was doing it. It wasn't yeah. until I talked to, like, a, a close friend of mine where I was So, it was, like, like, it was, it was underlyingly toxic. Oh, but it, it right? was, it, the, the, the thing that I hate the most is it was, mm-hmm. like, I was the toxic one. Mm, I didn't try to be. I wasn't right. like mm. it wasn't like a, a flaw that I need to fix. Well, maybe I mean. I'm so glad you have a friend though who like felt comfortable enough pointing that out. Or well, like, what happened? So, this friend was like, "I've been going through this thing," and mm. he 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 confided in me that he had been going through what I now know that I'm going through. Oh, like, so then you had like a self reflection moment. Yeah, it, it, where it was just like, "Oh, I'm going through this." I didn't realize that. You know, like getting being in a bad relationship can have long lasting effects that you have to actually work to get over. Dude, yeah. And it was just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I can't be in a relationship and trust somebody or do this or do that because I've been through some shit that has really affected me, like really yeah. more than I can even imagine at this point. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, it was super. It sucks because, like I said, I was dating two women separately who were just like very awesome people. Wait a second, at the same time. Separately. Okay. I feel like so if like I said two different women. Different time periods. Yeah. Okay. Very different time periods. There was like a, a month yeah. or two in between them. Yeah. It was just like, two people separately. I like, yeah. Yeah. And so like, I don't know. It's like, I'm, I've always been a relationship person, but like, I guess I'm trying to figure out what I am now that yeah. I've like been like, it's been tainted, I guess. I wouldn't say tainted because that, that's like a very negative experience. And I do like genuinely feel like, as much hurt as, like, a relationship can bring, especially in the aftermath of it, like, it does, you do learn something about yourself from it. I think every relationship that I've been in, I've learned something wonderful, and I've grown, right. I've grown a lot. Right. And, and I, like, maybe we are jaded by, like, certain aspects of it. Like, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's that's going to come up. But, like, I think the more, like, honest, excuse me, I'm burping again. <laughs> Yeah. Let's just like let's just throw another bear and just burp and talk about our relationship. Welcome to the burp cast. Hey, welcome to the burp cast. I'm here with the 
a burpy make burpsters. And <laughs> well, got him. We do improv uh, every second of fourth Saturday at the uh, Theater. Check us out, rvacomedy.com. Detective! Detective RVA on Instagram. <laughs> Detective RBA on Instagram. I do have to say, Jonathan runs our Instagram account, and it is on point. I, that's like Anthony, the first thing Anthony. I tell people is I'm like, um, we're detective, um, whatever. We do improv, but you follow our Instagram. That'll tell you what we're about. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. random, I, random pictures of just like me taking practice pictures, who wore it best, and yeah. then show highlights. It's like you know, like those worst pictures on your phone that you would never show anybody. Jonathan decides to post them on our Instagram account. <laughs> He's like, I want to know you for you, not just because. Wait, no, what's that song? Not because. I should never try to recreate a song. I know zero lyrics. I'm known for not knowing any lyrics. Okay, that's all I got. Those were not lyrics. Yeah, they were. They were close enough. Um, so. Yeah, We're all relationships. Yep. Yes. Um, yeah. You shouldn't feel. <laughs> <laughs> you you shouldn't feel as if though like like you've been damaged. The point of like you've got to figure that out. I think the same with improv. It's like all right. Like I accept the fact that like I act this way in this situation. So it's like how can I be on top of that like ahead of time right like if I'm like going into a relationship with somebody else and like I recognize and see this tendency in myself like how is it that I can like bring that up like right like like I like even just to the person like I recognize that when you leave your underwear on the floor I get irrationally like upset yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) like I see this in myself like how you respond because I do think like the earlier on you can like tell that person like that you recognize that and then they're like oh shit like this is something that really does affect them rather than like on the back end them being like he's being such an asshole because he's because he gets so angry at me leaving my underwear like you know that's now this podcast has turned into a relationship call us call us at 1-800-567 detective (laughs) 1-900-86-Maurice Maurice yes let's reach us at Maurice I um no I love when this gets into relationships kind of naturally because I feel like that's like a I love talking about that. That's your, like, go-to. You are going to be featured on This American Life one day. I'm just putting that out there right now. I, I would love to. <laughs> the I guy the guy who's who's working through himself by just making a podcast with all of his friends. Like, this is your, Dude, this is your projectile look, look. right we here. We have about, what, I think, like, there's, like, 80 hours podcast. Yeah, eight, that's a lot almost of 90. conversations to listen If to. you listen to that, that's chron- That's a year of my life. You can see the growth. You I can think- see that. The, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm going to talk to the listener. Hold okay, on. Do, 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 stop do, do, stop do. listening. I'm going to talk to okay, the listener. Hold on. All right. Um, you know Jonathan better than I even do at this point. He's on his phone right now so that he can't even hear what the heck I'm saying, but... You know him deep down as a person, and um, you could probably stuff the shit out of him. Either way, inside and out, 
He's a great guy. So go ahead and give us a call at 1-800-DETECTIVE, and we will solve any problem oh, you just so back. happen to have. All right? And we're back. All right. All right. I'm done talking to the listener. Anyways, you guys know him better than I know him, and I see him like every freaking day of my life. So good for you. I would, Goodbye, sir. I wonder who's listening to the listener. most episodes. All right, or let's ma'am, just, or ma'am. Oh, let's just start describing who's listening to this right this second, okay. and then maybe it'll freak somebody out. Josh Wright, <laughs> you wonderful person. I cannot wait to have you on the show. It's going to be in a, a, a week and a day. It's going to be great. Taylor, Taylor. Taylor. I know for a fact that you are in your apartment alone right now being like, damn it, I just want to be at the pool with some friends. Well, guess what? Give me a text. text let us. me know that you're listening to this. Loop us into the slack. And I will stop whatever the heck I'm doing and go to the pool. Yeah. Use the code boop. Hashtag boop. Hashtag boop. Text yeah. hashtag boop. Hashtag boop me anytime at Emily. Angela. Emily. Yeah. Mm. That was a great party you had the other day. Yes, keep talking to Emily. Emily yeah. is great. She's phenomenal. Yeah, she was episode 27, one of my favorite episodes. Let's just keep saying generic names. I'm <laughs> <laughs> naming like, people. I know you're naming like actual people, but you know, there's could be an Emily out Jeff. there who's a great person. Jeff, you. <laughs> you, Jeff. You, Jeff. All right, Katie. Listen, listen up, Katie. <laughs> I know you're listening to this right now, and guess what? You got a great story, gal. I heard you, and you're awesome. So no. I just can't wait to see. I just can't wait to see where the world takes you. Your episode's gonna be popular. I can tell you that right now. Why is that? I just I've been getting a lot of downloads lately. Yeah, where from Russia? <sighs> Sorry, I don't mean to like bot you up, but no, 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 I definitely. I you know how podcasts work. You know how the metrics. work. I know how the metrics work. They're it's like this. How many downloads fast. you got? Aaron had how many downloads that total? I know. I love. I love you talking about the number of downloads that Aaron has because it cracks me up because like. And I'm like, I can't tell if he's, like, serious right now that, like, a ton of people are downloading it or if he's, like, joking because he knows there's about the bots. Like, I can't tell. But the thing is weird is that that's episode 35. Yeah. The most I've had downloads are, like, the first couple episodes people, like, want to, li- like, want to listen to a couple, a couple of the first ones. Like, never has I ever crossed, like, over 300 at that time. Until Aaron. 1,300. Until Aaron. You know what? Her podcasts are just perfect. And- Okay. Her, um, uh, her podcast was probably featured on a blog. Maybe. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting. But the thing there. is, it's like, uh, if you know, when you subscribe to a podcast, typically you download that episode, the, the two most recent episodes. Right. So the one before that was Katie and it doesn't have thirteen hundred. Oh, really? So That's like what has it's, confer- it's bots. It's bots. It's but bots. like, wait, but like through your research. Like, that metric is confirmed if you listen to a podcast, like, the two before you most likely... Well, I mean, like, we'll, we'll test it out right here. I'll, I need I'll, to I need to know this. I'll go subscribe word. to a brand new podcast, and we'll see how many episodes it downloads. I think, I mean, that... Yeah, I'm going to do be. a social media pitch for myself right now. Oh, as please. I give you... A, I'm going to give you another beer. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Angela WCVE or Instagram at Angela Massino, M-A-S-S-I-N-O. Uh, don't don't bother following me on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook. I, I am not on it either. I, so, I have one. I'm not. Give it I'm a try. Not actually on it. But feel free. I feel like Twitter's Twitter's a lot of fun. I like never tweet, but when I do, I have like a good time with it. You know what I mean? 
The thing I hate about Twitter is there's just not a lot of interaction. It's a social media. Let's have a social time. Okay, so, like, this is the thing. Twitter is the place you go to to interact with strangers who, like, are on the same, like, level as you. Like, funny, intellect, like, whatever. Whatever level you're at. Like, you're interacting with strangers. Instagram, you're interacting with friends. BT-dubs. Okay, fair. Here's here's another... Tell me more. Tell me your thoughts, and I will... Okay, okay. I will support or counteract them. Let, with let's whatever. use real examples. All right, Leah, I want to I would love to know some real examples. Everybody go to Jonathan's Instagram account <laughs> yeah, right I'm, now. I'm, well, if I'm you going, are listen, if you are walking, stop. I'm going to my Twitter. Go to what's your uh, Twitter? Mistoe with three Y's. Mistoe with three Y's. Alright, so Mistoe. Go to Mistoe. Alright. Uh, and look at his Twitter, please. And scroll to what day is today? Or what di- what day did you tweet? This is coming out July fourth. Okay. Unless you want. Uh, but what di- we're looking at your Twitter on June twenty fifth. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna some some tweet some tweets are posted like because I posted an Instagram post. Some tweets are posted because I posted them. So I'm gonna go. But over- like the exact same post as the Instagram post. I don't know. I've got I've got issues with that. But you know what? You just you do you. So I want to hear from, what from newest to oldest. I'm going to scroll through and tell you how many people have interacted, either retweeted or hearted. I'm going to put it into one number because they're strangers. And have you really two, committed to this community? Two, one, zero, zero, one. I retweeted something, so it doesn't count. Dear everybody listening, zero, please tweet at Jonathan Mastawi right now zero, to make zero, him Mastowie, feel loved. Two, zero, Damn it, Mastawi. All right. So that's the thing. It's just like I can tweet something and no one will like, there's no interaction. There's no interaction with Instagram. But how much are you interacting with people on that platform? Zero. Yo. That's what I'm saying. It's not not a place for people. (laughs) You're like, there's more like, no, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's like Twitter's the place to interact with strangers. Instagram is the place to interact with friends. I also feel like Twitter moves too fast. Instagram, Instagram, I I could check it. I could check it five times a day if I put in like two, three minutes. I can scroll through all posts that are posted that day. On my personal Twitter account, the number one thing that I actively search for is tornadoes. Tornadoes. Yes, I am so very fearful of tornadoes. I am always like, oh god, a thunderstorm is rolling in. I gotta check Twitter right now. Somebody's gonna know. Somebody's gonna know if a tornado has touched the ground. Here I am. Now you know a little bit about me. That's the only reason I have a Twitter account. And whatever, like I can be like sometimes whatever social media. Let's go see what your tweets are. Ah, no, my tweets are all they're they're. This is like. Mostly work-related, a.k.a. This is why it's, like, Angela WCVE. But my Twitter, like, use case scenario I would see would be making sure a tornado tornado <clears throat> has not touched down in Richmond, Virginia. I am so stuffed up right now. Ugh. Where am I allergic to your cat? Are you allergic to cats? I hope not. I hope not. There, I did have mice in my apartment, which is nothing close to cats, and my allergies were like crazy. Like a dander thing. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to move to another apartment. No, I don't know. I think no. Actually, I think it's just because I've been terrible at taking my allergy medicine. All right, what do you got here? Um, okay, wait. We're gonna do. I'm gonna look you up. So then we'll do a tweet after tweet. Are we doing this? Are yeah. We- hold on. Let me look like, find you first, though. Sorry, how do you spell your last name again? Just, this just, is for I, the followers. How follow, do you spell I your... I just followed you. Just wait. How do you spell How do you spell your handle so that the followers M-O-S-T-O-W-Y-Y-Y. know? M-O-S-T-O-W-Y-Y-Y. 
Go to our website, producerscast. Found him, a producer guy. This guy calls a himself product, a producer. A product All right. guy. Are we starting from the latest tweet and then downwards? Wait, only oh, the right. tweets that you you yeah, wrote, retweet, not what retweeted. Okay. No, like, All right. Okay. All right. Let's see if I can find one for you. Okay, so a picture of uh, Judah Friedland, Friedlander and like 100 people. Werewolf bar mitzvah, super scary, national selfie day. Spooky scary. He's not even reading my tweet correctly. It's spooky scary, not super scary. This is spooky. spooky. Yeah, you know, you said super. You said super scary. I'm sorry. For those who know, for those who uh, know, um, Parks and Rec. Uh, Werewolf ball mitzvah, spooky scary. I have no idea. Men becoming wolves, wolves becoming men, or something like that. I can't remember exactly the exact words. Whatever. Anybody who's listening to this who's ever listened to or watched, sorry. Who's I, can't, ever, I can't wait for you to read the last tweet I tweeted out. All right. All right. Sorry. Now, we're, now we're moving on to a production guy. A product guy. Oh, talk about reading things Sorry. Well. A product <laughs> guy. Like reference. Ugh, I'm getting there. A product guy. Mistawi. Mistawi. Angela Reed. He says, hello, friends! Exclamation point. Today is the official. This is very, like, capital, very, you know, like, right. presidential, some might say. Uh, one year anniversary of one of the best projects I've ever done. Did I really capitalize that? No, much? no, you didn't. You okay, didn't capitalize. Okay. It. All right, I'll, I'll say it the way that you wrote it. Please. Hello, friends! Exclamation point. Today is the official one-year anniversary of one of the best projects I've ever done. It seems like an appropriate time to say thank you for all the support from all of dot 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 Instagram dot com. This is bullshit. I don't even get a photo in this tweet. Instagram used to, they used to post the photos. They used to post the photos. Didn't post the photos. Oh, sorry. Am I judging too hard? Because I am. It's okay. I'm going to retweet it right after we're done with this. All right. Next Angela Messino. I don't think I've ever felt more connected to a radio host than when at Tanzina Vega, Tanzina Vega was talking about her very rational fear avoidance of scary movies on at the takeaway. I believe I uttered out loud. I hear you, girl. I hear you. Bring on the cooking shows. Heart. Bring on the cooking shows. I tweet. hate scary movies, and I love your cat right now. Your cat's giving me <laughs> comfort. <laughs> that was a great tweet. That was, that was a top... The 21 likes, 3 retweets. Cutting yeah, mine. It was just because whenever you just tweet at a show host with, like... Ads. Just authentic admiration. And they'll be like... They'll be like F, yeah, I'll retweet that shit. Yep, yep. Okay. They they hearted it. They hearted it, and then did they uh, did they retweet? Who retweeted it? I wonder. Let's see. I think nope. The takeaway the did. Takeaway though. retweeted yeah, it. Yeah. So it was on it. the takeaway. There you go. Okay. All right. Your turn. All right. <sighs> Don't Next tweet. One. Next tweet. Sorry. Hold on. I'm gonna. Wait, wait. Which one are you? Which one are you about to read? Ah, it doesn't matter. Just I think that let was me have another, my phone. That was just another. A pro- product guy, not production. A product guy. Mustawi, Mustawi, Mustawi. Quote: Carson Daly has a weird dick. Unquote. <laughs> Hashtag RBA comedy. Hashtag till death to us part season two. Uh, my dream is coming real. I've been wanting to do an after show till death do us part podcast. Yes. For- 
season season three we're doing it. This cracks me up. I'm sorry. This is so good. This is so good. All right, next. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm crying. Come here, come here, cat. Come back. Come back to me. A hashtag RVA craft cidery full of hashtag pub media lovers. What could be better? Exclamation point. No question mark. You Major know, props to our next gen board for pulling together at WCVE's first ever trivia night based on at PBS and at NPR. Hashtag fun facts. You know what? I just realized you rereading the rest of my tweets are going to be so boring. So I'm just going to read your tweets. The rest of them are like work stuff. Look at the scroll through this. Okay. Um, a product guy, Mistawi, I'm finally. Mistawi! <laughs> oh! It's not ow. It doesn't hurt you. I thought I was saying it right. Oh, okay. Ahem. <clears throat> I checked in at Lowe's Home Improvement on hashtag Yelp. <laughs> Did I? No. Did I post that? What? <laughs> I judge so hard anybody who checks into Yelp. I, I so sorry, but no, I, I so I did not go to Yelp. I checked in. I did not go to Ariana's. I didn't do I that. I didn't go there. I'm deleting those. Somebody do not, do not effing delete those. Somebody is listening to this right now and they need to be able to, to see uh, that I am not making this up. Okay, but listen, five but listen, ago, listen, 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 listen. I did not, I did not, something. I didn't even go. I looked up Lowe's. I didn't even look up Ariana's. I looked up Lowe's because Matthew and I were trying to go see about getting a lawnmower replacement. I did not check in. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Everybody who's listening to us right now, the, the, these two tweets, I checked at Sorry, I checked. I checked in at Ariana's Grill on hashtag Yelp, and I checked in at Lowe's Home Improvement on hashtag Yelp. It seems as if Mastoey, wow, <laughs> uh, his uh, Twitter account has been hacked, and now we're discovering that. So everybody, just calm down. All right. Wait, did you really not write? I really reviews? didn't. I didn't. But I, did I you don't... write reviews? No. Mm-hmm. I went on Yelp to look up a number for Lowe's so I could call them and ask them about replacing my fucking... Well, then why did they... They did it I the must same have, like, exact pressed a button. You tweeted yeah. three times that day, according to your Twitter account. I posted Orwood Music Park pictures, and then I accidentally tweeted those. I'm leaving them up because you told me to, but I don't want to. That's right. So you hear this now. I'm not lying. Ugh. All right, so the next one is uh, about World Cup. And then there's, a there's like, uh, five from second best. Yeah, like the rest of them are zero exciting. What? Um, my favorite. Can we just? I'm you, Gandhi. Can, can I'm we, a peaceful dude. Unless you're an MC, then you're food. Hashtag I, second best fest. Scroll did down. I really write that? I wrote that. Wait. Oh, you're lo- oh, sorry. Um, Jonathan's gone back to reading his own tweets. You, um, I, I'm looking at Jonathan's Twitter account, and he's got this amazing gif of Jennifer Lawrence being like, "Fuck you." Yeah, my uh, my group. Breaking statement from Sony regarding um, Fortnite game crossplay. <laughs> don't read that. No, I misread the email's time. I'm sorry. Which was a Fortnite game. Is, is that game. that's some sort of video, video game? game? Oh yeah. Um, backstory to Fortnite game is that Anthony, a good friend of ours, and myself, we were like, we're going to the river, and Jonathan was like, I can't. Oh I'm my playing god. Fortnite. He was like, I can't. Uh, I'm playing no, 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 no. That and is not. No. And, uh, there's Anthony, not enough backstory. Wait, 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 wait. 
Wait, let me talk. Um, <laughs> man, I don't, I don't mean to shut you down, but I'm shutting you down. All right. Shut Anthony, down. like, got off the phone with you, and I was like, are you kidding me right now? We are about to go to the river. We're about to have a good eye. We're about to relax. We're about to just, like, enjoy the RVA sun. Hashtag RVA for those in Richmond. The hashtag RVA sun in this guy right now is oh playing a God. video game. Okay, can I... I was like, I- call him Back. Can I defend myself now? Now you can. You said, Anthony said, can you be ready in two minutes? Which is exactly was, our timeline. That was our timeline. The timeline you were, it took you 20 minutes to get to my house. So okay. I could have said yes. Because Here's the, the thing, I was playing with a friend. Always plan that we will be between two and 20 minutes. That's the Angela Messino method. Exactly. The Always Messino plan. Method. I will either Hashtag be there. Messino method. I'm either already at your door or I will be at least 20 minutes late. Like, yeah. hashtag Messino method. Yeah. That's a good hashtag. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet that out right now. Hashtag Nobody, Messino I'm, I'm method. I'm just tweeting it out. I'm just tweeting out the, just the hashtag. Everybody, please look up this hashtag at Mistoe. Did I say it right this time? Yes. Yes. I, um... I, I I tweeted I read no no WCBE TV liked my tweet. Is that you? Oh shoot, was that me? What? Yes. No, that wasn't me. That was somebody. I'm I'm in front of you. You would have known who liked it. Like how? Wait. At WCBE. Wait. What? No. No. What tweet? What tweet was this? Because today's official one year anniversary of the best project I've ever done. This is not possible that I liked your tweet. Let me let go back to this. You did. I have proof. Anyway, so it wasn't like I really wanted to go, but you guys like we're. I figured you guys are about to come by, and I'm like, I I'm playing with a friend. I really want. Oh to just yeah, ditch my WCB friend. did like your tweet because I was WCB at that point. Yes. You know what? I'm gonna still like clap, it. Clap 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 clap. You know clap. what? Because you are you're a producer here in Richmond, Virginia. Like my you're pin, doing like, their thing. Like my pinned tweet. Ooh ooh, retweet my pinned tweet. No, dude, that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> But yeah, Good try. I, I will really, follow you. I really wanted to go to the river, and I'm, we did end up, but it was like, you guys were hitting me with such short notice, so I'm like, I don't know where my swimsuit is, I am in the middle of something with a friend of mine, I don't, I do not want to just like ditch him. But I'm in the we middle. We ended up winning on. that game, by the way, and then okay. you, you, call, you called me back in a 1v1, I said, yes, if you'll be here in five minutes, I will be ready, and then it was like 15 minutes. So it worked out. I'm it glad you called back. Yes, and he came to the river, and it was Jonathan, Anthony, Anthony, wow. and Tony. As some Tony. Tony! Tony! He's on Tony! <laughs> uh, full circle. Uh, just <laughs> We do comedy. It's like in four Saturdays at the Coalition yeah, Theater. It's already a comedy at Comedy. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> we just went to the river, and we were like... Uh, whoever can stand us, hang out. <laughs> I want to go back. We should go back. Yeah, we got to go back this summer. We have to go back. Not when there's such high E. coli levels, but I'll go back. There was a dead fish in the, like on like the rock. Like It was like it rolled up on the rock Gosh, and it was still in the water. It. That makes me so sad. Also, too, I have to go to the bathroom, and I do not want to be recorded. But you just heard that, so everybody just take okay, a okay, so- four-minute break. I don't know. I can't judge the amount of time we'll be on the bathroom. What's up? I was just saying, like, we could just, like, end it. Oh, that's great. Uh, what it, What's your sign-off? So, I guess what I, want, what I wanted to ask, is there anything we didn't get to that you wanted to cover? I think everybody knows me better than I know myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about that, or is that... 
No, I, I that don't... was my that was my send off. All right, then now say goodbye you, to everybody. Now you know me better than I know myself. Uh, I can't wait to see you all at Coalition Theater uh, right down on Broad In 10 Street. days we'll be performing. In 10 days, 10 days according to the from podcast. The day, from the day that this releases, in 10 days, July 14th, uh, we will be on stage. There's so much math. There's so much math friends. in this scenario. 4 plus 10 is 14. Go to rvacomedy.com. Uh, and that's your send off. Bye bye. Bye. I got the truth, some truth, you can see it moving.